You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. Let's roll. So on the Roman guest line, we've got Mark Drumheller from the Yahoo Sportsbook. Mark, is it really you? And here we go. Now I'm foggy and, there he and is. blurry on this, beautiful face. on this guest line. I'm going to lose my mind, Adam. There's that beautiful Philadelphia face. Definitely not from Boston. Definitely <laughs> never, ever anyone said from Boston. I shovel enough snow as it is living in Philadelphia. You don't have to move me to Boston. I'll be shoveling snow almost every weekend. But it's nice to get out of February. We're into March now. The NBA is heating up. And before we know it, we're all going to be going crazy with March Madness. I know. It's so fun. March Madness is one of the best times of year, especially when it corresponds that same weekend with the Masters. Like, yeah. there's just it's just a sports betting extravaganza. Uh, we had Sean Marash on the show last segment. And he was giving us his value plays. For the West. And shockingly, it's almost like last year didn't exist, Mark, because his value play right now is the Utah Jazz. Uh, He saw one good game from Utah after they've been in free fall for pretty much all of January. February was good for them as well. Uh, But what say you? Like, do you think that there's any any teeth behind what we're seeing uh, for Utah? Not maybe not maybe to win it all, but maybe to come out of the West with all these injuries. I don't think so. I mean, I just feel like I've seen this story over and over again. I was big on Utah last year, so maybe I'm a little bit jaded, um, Mm. you know, and how they come up short. But I just don't think that they're built to continuously win these types of seven-game series in a half-court offense. They want to run. You know, they want to do their thing. Of course, you know, Gobert in the middle is a big defensive presence. But we've seen it time and time again when they get up against the best teams um, in the conference. Uh, you know, they come up short. So I I can't get on Utah. I know a lot of people are, you know, zeroing in on the Nuggets as well. They got a nice number out in the market and the anticipation that they could be getting a lot of players back with Porter Jr. and Murray. But I I really still, I'm sticking to my guns. I think this is a two-team race, uh, you know, with the Warriors and the Suns. Um, Obviously, the Grizzlies are probably the livest of the group outside of that. But I don't think you're going to be successful betting these longer odds out in the West. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. I think it is probably a two-team race, but I think that, you know, if you're looking for a value pick, probably the Grizzlies, and that's why I really watch, I love watching John Moran every single night, and every time uh, we were just talking about this, you know, we look at the board, the MVP odds make me feel a little bit better. Right now he's plus 1,100, DeMar DeRozan's plus 1,200, and, you know, if you're looking for somebody outside of Embiid and Jokic, you know, the big men, and then Giannis plus 550, somebody that hasn't won the award, what does Ja have to do 
to win this award because the Grizzlies have already uh, over exceeded every expectation. They're over their win total. Like what more does he need to do? He's dropped a 50 burger. He's went off for 40. They beat the bulls the other night. They beat DeMar DeRozan. Like what does Ja have to do? Do you think the second half of the season or what does Embiid have to fail to do? I guess. Yeah. Well with Embiid, I mean, it's obviously health, right? That's really what it's going to come down to with Harden there. He's going to get enough stats to, to kind of continue um, his play. But with Moran, I think if he's going to get into the conversation, they, they have to make a push. They have to go on a run towards the end of the year and prove that they're one of the top teams and a threat to the Suns in the West. I think if he can do that, he can get in the conversation, you know, ultimately I think it's probably going to come down to the two centers, but um, Morant's right there. And it's a shame, but it's just, I feel like we see sometimes like year after year, we saw it with Embiid last year. Like it just takes a couple years for these guys, for the voters to get behind these guys. And um, you know, I think Morant is, could do incredible things in the playoffs, but it's going to be too little too late as far as the MVP is concerned. Right. Yeah. The only reason I asked because he's minus 750 to win most improved player right now, you know, and you got Miles Bridges is 11 to 1 and Darius Garland. Just in case he does make that leap and wins MVP, he's not going to win most improved in MVP. So I was just looking maybe is there still value with Miles Bridges or Darius Garland maybe at 14 to 1. I think Garland, I mean, they're not really uh, playing right, well right now. I mean, yeah. tonight I was surprised. I, I kind of liked them a little bit. I didn't bet the Cavs, but I expected a much better performance against, you know, a Charlotte team that's really been struggling um, lately. So I thought Garland would kind of give pop to that offense tonight, maybe because it's first game back. I haven't really been following that game too much, but it's not good. Um, I was shocked. I thought Cleveland was the side in that one, and obviously they weren't. So Now, uh, Mark, at this point in time in the year, we're getting some very – sharp lines from Vegas. You're starting to know exactly who's who. Uh, Right now, who is your favorite team in the NBA to bet? Like, who do you think still has the most consistent value? Well, I I don't know if it's a singular team, but what what I've been trying to do lately is just kind of get ahead of the market in the sense of, you know, if a team has some changes and they make some improvements, right? We saw it with, you know, Boston and, you know, we saw it with the Sixers obviously getting Harden, you know, lined at minus seven and a half against the Knicks. The last time they played, now they're minus 10 and a half. They go out and smoke them. And, you know, just trying to get ahead of those teams that made changes and there's rapid improvement. And sometimes it takes a little while for the market to catch up to feel, you know, how to figure out how to line those types of teams. You know, the Pelicans are another team. I'm on them tonight. I got it early last night at four and a half. I saw it, you know, up around six, six and a half. And that's a team again with McCollum, you know, they're really, you know, making a push to kind of stay in this play in the play in position, maybe get into the top six to where they don't have to play in the play in tournament. And they're doing all the little things. They're rebounding great. Like these last two road wins against the Lakers and Phoenix, they've been, you know, number one in rebounding percentage, their defensive rating has been like, I think 96.2, if I'm right in those two games. So they've been doing all the little things, you know, so it really seems like McCollum has kind of, you know, injected some life into them. And I think it's teams like that. Like if you can kind of get ahead of them, you can get a little value for a couple games in a row before the market catches up. Is there anybody that you see that on the opposite side with where the market really hasn't caught up with them pessimistically? Uh, the, I mean, the Lakers for a little bit, but now, you know, it, that, that cat's out of the bag, right? Because they're kind of falling apart. And the question with them is, is, you know, are they even going to make a push? But, you know, it it, it kind of fluctuates. But they, they were the one for a little bit. But, you know, currently right now, I don't see anyone sliding. But, you know, if there's an injury or whatnot, team starts to plummet, 
you know, then, you know, you can't try and jump on top of it and get some quick value for a couple games before hopping off. Yeah, I feel like you're always looking for the like those teams with two guys that could score the basketball. So that's why I bring up Boston, you know, and I know Jalen Brown right now is dealing with an ankle injury, but you have Jason Tatum and it's like they were in the play in tournament and now all of a sudden their last twenty three games are like seventeen and six and they're doing it with defense. Mm-hmm. I love Tatum. Like, do you think they're live or, or worth a shot nine to one, you know, just to represent the East in the finals? I mean, I know it was the bubble year. But they've done it before, like pretty much with the same core. Even Marcus Smart, who I can't stand at times, are they live? Like when you look at the East, I know the Heat are really good, but like I'm out on Milwaukee this year, and I don't know about Brooklyn and Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I think they are. Like I did a piece, I want to say it was last week yeah. uh, with Yahoo, where I talked about I took those secondary teams, like outside of the top four, the Miami, the top of the odds boards. I kind of looked at those secondary teams and Boston was 12 to one at that point, obviously still continuing to get momentum. And I I think they are live. I mean, if you play defense the way they do, you can win these long series on the road, right? So if it was going to be one of those long shot teams, it would probably be Boston just because of how well they are on the defensive floor. Now, obviously, you know, they'll have to be healthy going in and a lot of it's going to depend on matchups, but you know, if they're able to kind of win in the first round, depending on if Brooklyn, stays in towards the bottom as far as the seedings that you know they could end brooklyn could end up being a favorite in the first round if they're able to win in that first round you know it, it might put boston in a position to where they're actually you know have home court you know in the second round so um i think there is a path for them out of those teams like boston cleveland chicago i really think the celtics probably have the best shot there that's a great question anybody else in the west that you think there's value in like like maybe Memphis. I like Memphis. I love Memphis. Especially with all of these injuries. And they've been there. Like last year they were there and they were really competitive too. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. It's not like this will be their first time in the dance. And I think also you're seeing what Memphis was at the same point that Golden State was right there. They were both kind of playing teams and now they're at the top of the West. You're an injury away. Would you you take a flyer on them at like a plus 1,200 to represent the West? Or do you feel like "Mm, maybe I'll maybe put my money elsewhere? Yeah, I, I think you can for the fact that, you know, if you look at how they've performed and how they behave during the year, some of the most impressive things is, is, hey, they went on the road. Like, they can win on the road, and, you know, Morant's been there before. He has a little bit of experience, so he can elevate his game when he needs to. He's not, you know, we know he's not going to shy away from anything when it comes time in the playoffs. And the Warriors and the Suns, you know, I believe they're the top two teams, but the Warriors especially very susceptible, right? So, you know, if we get into the semifinals for the Western Conference and, you know, they're playing Golden State, they could catch Golden State before them, have home court. But even if they didn't, that's a team that I'm comfortable, you know, being able to go on the road, being able to win games just because they've been so good on the road this year. So I think with Morant, like if, you know, Golden State, the injuries, Clay, Draymond, if it all doesn't come together like they're hoping in the playoffs, I think Memphis could win that series. And then, you know, it gets down to them and Phoenix in the finals, and you got a pretty good number um, on a live underdog there. So not bad with Memphis. Mark, thanks so much, man. we got like 60 seconds. Anything you like tonight or a spot maybe you like the rest of the week in the NBA that you're looking at? Well, like I said, I'm on the Pelicans. I laid the yep. points with them. My other play was uh, I won the maxi over 16 and a half, and the other play was the Suns-Portland. I took the over, but it was prior to that number kind of crashed with the Booker news. So I'm hoping that the Portland defense continues to slide um, and Phoenix will be able to get things right offensively, so that one will go over the total. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks, Mark. That was Mark Drumheller right. with Yahoo Sportsbook on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED 
from the comfort and privacy of your home. Those are two critical pieces. Go to get go to getroman.com slash betql now to get fifteen dollars off your first month. That's getroman.com slash betql.